He's to the 30, the 20, the 10. Touchdown! This is Troy Calhoun, head coach of the Air Force Academy. This is Brian Harson, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. Back, throw, intercepted! This is Mike Bobo. This is Bob Davey. This is Matt Wells. There's no flag! This is Craig Bull, head coach of the University of Wyoming. It'll be an 80-yard touchdown! This is Nick Rulovich. This is Brian Polian. Diving for the pylon! This is Rocky Long. This is Ron Carragher. This is Tony Sanchez. Throwing it to the corner of the end zone! And I think that's a touchdown! It is! This is Craig Thompson, commissioner of the Mountain West, and you're listening to, and you are listening to, and you are listening to this week in the Mountain West. Here we go. Welcome into the week 13 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. I'm your host, Nate Kreckman. What a week we just saw as the Mountain Division race is going down to the wire. Wyoming hands San Diego State their first conference loss in a crazy finish in Laramie. Boise State remains hot on the pokes' heels with a convincing home win over UNLV. And Colorado State knocks New Mexico out of contention with a 49-31 win in the final game ever played at Hughes Stadium. The playoff committee has Boise State as the 19th-ranked team in the country, but they'll need to beat Air Force Friday afternoon on the road and then get some help from New Mexico Saturday night as the Lobos will host Wyoming. For Craig Bowles Cowboys, it's simple. Win and you're in. And should the Broncos and Pokes both lose, Wyoming will have the tiebreaker and they will still clinch the division to face San Diego State in the 2016 Mountain West Conference football championship game on December 3rd. Coming up on this week's show, Nevada head coach Brian Polian joins me to talk about the Wolfpack's big win over Utah State. But up first, an in-depth conversation with Boise State head coach Brian Harson about another fantastic season for the Broncos. It's the Week 13 edition of This Week in the Mountain West, and you have it here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Craig Bull, head coach of the University of Wyoming. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West. West right after this timeout. This is it. A 14-week pulse-pounding thrill ride of a season has just one final chapter. The 2016 Mountain West Football Championship, Saturday, December 3rd. The Mountain West two best teams collide in a 60-minute showdown to crown a champion. Don't miss your chance to see it live. Get your tickets now at the MW.com. The Mountain West Football Championship, Saturday, December 3rd. Work all year to get here. The next big play is just a click away on the Mountain West Network on Campus Insiders. Join me, Jesse Kurtz, for the latest insight, analysis, and live game action you won't find anywhere else. Catch over 1,500 events for free in HD on the only network that lets you watch any team, anytime, on any device. Go to the MW.com today and get your game on with the Mountain West Network on Campus Insiders. Hey man, don't just sit there. The Mountain West Championship's coming. All 22 teams in action at the Thomas & Mack Center in Las Vegas. Run to themw.com slash 2017 for tickets. Tell them the King sent you. The Mountain West Basketball Championships, March 6th through the 11th at the Thomas & Mack Center in Las Vegas. Run to get your seats before they sell out. Sellouts? I love sellouts, baby. To find out more, visit us at themw.com. There's a force in the West, an attitude unlike any other, a belief that says, let's do this, a shared commitment to academics, leadership, and community service. 
a bond uniting 12 teams in history, rivalry, and competition. There is a force in the West. We call it the Mountain West. The Mountain West, champions in life. To find out more, visit us at themw.com. This is Brian Harson, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. The Boise State Broncos now 10-1 and on the year after Friday night's 42-25 home win over UNLV. The Broncos now the 20th ranked team in the country according to the Associated Press 19th in the coaches poll. And they'll close out the regular season this Friday on the road against their Mountain Division rivals Air Force. And then hope to get some help from New Mexico against Wyoming. Brian Harson in his third season as the head coach at Boise State. Coach, welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you. Glad to be talking to you again. All right, Coach, last three games, wins over San Jose State, Hawaii, and UNLV. Uh, Your team is averaging 46 points a game. You've rushed for 298, 246, and 271 yards in those games. At the same time, pass attempts are at an average of 21 a game in that stretch. What are some of the reasons behind this increased focus on the run? Well, I I think that's what we've always tried to focus on, and I just feel like we have been doing it more effectively uh, in these last few games in particular. And so every week we're trying to find a way to run the ball. We've always believed in that. And I think McNichols, the offensive line, the wide receivers, the tight ends, everybody just in that area has improved. And so you know, if you're able to run the ball, you probably have a great shot of controlling areas in the game that in situational football can be difficult if you have to throw it. So if you can run it and be – more manageable on some uh, third-down situations, which our third downs have been very good this season. Uh, it really helps us. And, you know, all these guys, Brett, certainly we feel confident in him, but we've just been able to, uh, to hand the ball off a little bit more, and McNichols has been very explosive. And I think Alexander Madison, having him back there as well, uh, gives us kind of a one-two punch where he's really coming on also. Yeah, over these last six games, Jeremy McNichols averaging 169.5 rushing yards per game, and he scored 14 total touchdowns in that span. You've coached many great backs at Boise State, but in your mind, what sets McNichols apart and makes him unique? Well, I I think one thing that that nobody sees is how he prepares himself throughout the week, and and not even on the football field, just uh, his body preparation, it, it, the physicality he's brought to the position this year from all the hard work he's put in. And then on top of that, he's, he's explosive and productive on game day. He's a guy that wants the ball in his hands. So, um, yeah, I don't know as far as uh, statistically all the comparisons with, with every back we've had in the past year, but I do know this, McNichols, um, the last two seasons uh, has been – uh, one of the very best, if not the best, in a lot of categories. And so what that just tells me is uh, he prepares the right way. He shows up on game day. Uh, he's very humble and hungry, and he plays that way. And, and this season in particular, uh, he's just a more physical, more explosive, more aggressive type back. And I think the numbers speak for themselves. And he's, he's certainly one of the very best in the country. Brett Rippon, sophomore season, 22 touchdowns to just six interceptions. What is the growth that you've seen in Rippon here in his second season as the starter? Well, another year of experience. Uh, you know, that redshirt year, 
Uh, people, he comes here as a true freshman. Still, that redshirt year is so valuable for so many guys. And he's been learning this year, but he's he's gotten better. The experience, his preparation habits, the guys around him playing well and making plays for him, being able to run the football. Those are things that contribute to a successful season as a quarterback. And he's taking care of the football. So to me, as far as going out there and, and running our offense, operating the right way, making great decisions, being a tough guy, which are the things that we talk about at that position, I think he's done a tremendous job. And he's just really embraced his role as far as what he needs to do and how he needs to operate this offense. And again, he's, he's gotten us out of plays that are not going to be good. He knows how to uh, manipulate certain things uh, on the offensive side to, to not uh, put anybody in a bad spot and to help the run game or the pass game, however that is. And that to me is what you want from your leaders out there and your quarterback, that he understands your system, what the expectations are, and how to operate it the right way. One more question on your offense. Thomas Spurbeck's career at Boise State winding toward a close here. He is the school's all-time leading receiver. What have you enjoyed the most about coaching Spurbeck? Oh, just the time. You know, you said it right there. His time is winding down. That's, that's disappointing. He's so much fun to be around, uh, ultimate competitor. And the thing about Thomas, he makes plays in the games, and he'll continue to do that. Uh, at practice, here's a guy that will run a deep ball, come back, and we're trying to repeat the play, and we'll, pull, we'll try to pull him out. He won't do it. And so he just he shows up as far as his blue-collar mentality uh, each and every day. It's hard not to, to root for a guy like that that um, works so hard and then goes out there and, and also does the same thing on game day. And, and it's really the same guy every single day, week in and week out. Um, so – Everything about him. Uh, we love him. Uh, he's a tremendous leader, uh, extremely uh, successful when it comes to just the examples that he sets for everybody on this football team. And you know, the hardest thing is when he's gone is you know, these young guys paying attention to how a guy like Thomas Furbeck does it um, and, and trying to go out there and, and be like that. More with Boise State head coach Brian Harson looking ahead to Air Force this week. After these words from your local station. This is Tony Sanchez, head coach of the UNLV Rebels. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout.
This is Troy Calhoun, head coach of the Air Force Academy. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Continuing our conversation with Brian Harson, the head coach of the 10-1 Boise State Broncos, the 19th ranked team in the country in the latest college football playoff rankings. Coach, over on the defensive side of the ball, you guys have had a fantastic season, but you've been beset by a few injuries at the linebacker position. How do you make sure and instill in your guys that injuries are not going to be an excuse? Well, we did that a long time ago. Uh, that was something that was instilled uh, going clear back to spring. You know, no excuses. Everybody that plays this game knows there's a chance of an injury. And if you're the starter, you play the game as hard as you can. If you're injured, um, hey, we love you, but we also have that next guy behind you that's been preparing that you as a starter need to make sure he's ready to play. Uh, and that's the one thing about this football team. It's not just the starters worry about themselves. The starters worry about their play, and then they make sure uh, that the guys in that room, that if they do go down, hey, we're still trying to win this game, whether I'm in there or not. And that's the thing about this group and that linebacker group in particular, the tight knit. So when Joey Moderano went down, Darren Lee was ready to play. And Joey was the first one to congratulate him on a successful game and, and how well he played. So it's football. It's unfortunate. At the same time, uh, there are no excuses. Uh, we got we got guys ready to play, and preparing themselves when they get their opportunities. Hey, have fun and go enjoy it and make it count. Coach, it's a toss-up between Boise State and San Diego State as to which team is the most athletic team in this conference. Troy Calhoun would tell you that Air Force is the least athletic team in the conference. This isn't a question that is just specific to Boise State, but every team in the Mountain West. Why is it so difficult to beat Air Force? Well, they're very well coached. Uh, I would disagree with, with the athleticism. I, I think they're very good. I think they're very good tacklers. Um, I don't see them miss a lot of tackles. Um, Steelhammer is one of the best ball hawk safeties that I've seen and is around the ball a lot of the time and what they do offensively, uh, the way they're able to run the football. Um, you're not that productive without those type of players, and, and they play hard, and they play physical. And When you go play them, you got to be ready to play. So, um, And they know who they are, and they know what they do. Um, and, I, and I think that's the one thing about our team this year as well. We know who we are. We know what we do. Um, that's why I feel like this is going to be a great contest. And at this point of the season, our guys are playing some of the best football we've played all year long. So this, this for us, and having a chance to play Air Force, um, you know, couldn't come at a better time, and, and we're certainly excited about the opportunity. So you guys will play that game at Air Force, and then it's Wyoming at New Mexico on a Saturday night. Do you hand out Lobos t-shirts to the guys? Are you the biggest New Mexico fans outside of Albuquerque this weekend? Well, no. Our focus is completely Air Force, and and we can control that. And and that's something that um, even in the situation that we're in, we have talked about that from day one, and we're going to continue to believe it. Uh, we're going to focus on ourselves. When that game is over, uh, certainly, you know, guys will have a chance to pay attention to the remaining uh, remaining games. But you know, right now, um, that's not that's not it. Our, our mind is is on our practice. It goes back to, you know, if we're emotionally, physically, mentally ready to play, 
that's what we have to get done each and every week, and that's what we tried to focus on, and, and no different this week. And, and we want to be our very best. We want to play our best football of the year, and we go play Air Force. Um, that's what we hope to have happen. Boise State is 10-1. and one. They're the 20th-ranked team in the country, and again, they go to Air Force this Friday to take on the Falcons and then hope to get some help from New Mexico against Wyoming. Brian Harson, Coach, as always, a pleasure. Thank you so much for the time, and best of luck this week. All right, well, thank you, and go Broncos. Nevada back in the win column after beating Utah State last Saturday night in Reno. Wolfpack head coach Brian Polian joins us next here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Bob Davey, head coach of the New Mexico Lobos. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. In the Mountain West, sportsmanship meets winning with honor. But don't take our word for it. Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of other teams' fans. And that goes for all officials, coaches, players, and mascots. Sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great. Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about. The Mountain West, champions in life. Hey man, don't just sit there. The Mountain West Championship's coming. All 22 teams in action at the Thomas & Mack Center in Las Vegas. Run to vmw.com slash 2017 for tickets. Tell them the King sent you. The Mountain West Basketball Championships, March 6th through the 11th at the Thomas & Mack Center in Las Vegas. Run to get your seats before they sell out. Sellouts? I love sellouts, baby. To find out more, visit us at themw.com. There's a force in the West, an attitude unlike any other, a belief that says, let's do this, a shared commitment to academics, leadership, and community service, a bond uniting 12 teams in history, rivalry, and competition. There is a force in the West. We call it the Mountain West. The Mountain West, champions in life. To find out more, visit us at themw.com. This is it. A 14-week pulse-pounding thrill ride of a season has just one final chapter. The 2016 Mountain West Football Championship, Saturday, December 3rd. The Mountain West two best teams collide in a 60-minute showdown to crown a champion. Don't miss your chance to see it live. Get your tickets now at themw.com. The Mountain West Football Championship, Saturday, December 3rd. Work all year to get here. This is Brian Polian, head coach of the Nevada Wolfpack. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. The Nevada Wolfpack now 4-7 and seven on the year following Saturday's 38-37. Come from behind win over Utah State on senior night in Reno. Nevada now closes out the season with the battle for the Fremont Cannon against UNLV in Las Vegas on Saturday. Joining us right now in his fourth season is the head coach at Nevada, Brian Polian. Coach, welcome back to the show. Happy to be here. All right, Coach. Tough four-game stretch that your team went through there. Just in terms of the atmosphere around the program, confidence for the guys, and seeing hard work get rewarded, how good was it to come back, get a win like you did on Saturday against Utah State with 21 seniors playing their final home game? Well, it was meaningful. There's no doubt. I'm I'm really proud of our kids. I mean, we were down 13 points with seven and a half minutes to go, and found a way to win the game, and, and it took all three phases. It took special teams, offense, and defense. Um, this has been a difficult year for us. We, we, we suffered a, 
uh, an awful tragedy in June when we lost a student athlete uh, to a, a drowning accident up on Lake Tahoe, and that that was really a body blow to our team. And, and to be honest with you, it's just been kind of one of those years since then that that everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. We've uh, of those 21 seniors that that you mentioned, uh, six or seven of them came out in street clothes due to injuries. We've had uh, 14 surgeries this year, near, nearly. 17, 18 concussions, and over 80 games lost due to injuries. So it's, you know, we had a tough five-week span there in the middle of the season where we just couldn't get healthy, and we lost a bunch of games by single digits, but we just couldn't close. And, uh, you know, obviously people get frustrated when that happens. The fan base does. We do. Our guys do. And for them to hang in there and compete and, and find a way to win a close game and in our last home game of the year, I think, was 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 pretty special. Yeah, Coach, what does it say about the character of those seniors that could suit up and that could play that down 13 points in the fourth quarter to take advantage of the breaks afforded to them to get that win? Well, look, I mean, it is, the ball bounces funny for everybody, and we've had a lot of bad luck this year, so it was about time we got some good luck. And and I have no doubt you're referencing the, the muff punt by, by uh, Utah State that we ended up covering up for a touchdown, but uh, you know, we it was an awfully windy day. It was gusting near 30 miles an hour. Our punter, Alex Boy, who I think uh, should be in the conversation for all Mountain West, had a phenomenal day both kicking into and with the wind. Uh, on that particular punt, he hit the the uh, you know he got he got it with the wind and bombed away, and and he handcuffed the returner. But you know, our, our gunner, senior Elijah Mitchell. Uh, Never stopped playing and ran nearly 75 yards down there and, and, and was able to fall in the football and make a play. And, uh, you know, when you get a break like that, you got to take advantage of it. We ended up getting uh, two three-and-outs on defense, and, and Ty Gangy led us on a two-minute drive uh, to win the game at the end. So, uh, you know, sometimes the ball's got to bounce your way. It's, it's bounced uh, the other way a bunch of times this year. It's, it's about time one of them bounced our way, and uh, we were able to take advantage of it and, the biggest thing is just so happy for our kids. And you mentioned that game-winning drive. Ty Ganji scores the game-winning touchdown with five seconds left against Utah State. You win it on the PAT. Now, you lost Tyler Stewart for the season back in the Wyoming game. What have you seen from Ganji in terms of growth and improvement over these last four games? Uh, even just in, in the little time he's played, he throws a better deep ball than we gave him credit for. Um, he has done a better job of... Uh, not forcing balls into tight windows the way he had a little bit earlier. He's making more plays with his feet, and the game-winning touchdown was a naked boot where he, um, you know, they covered it up pretty well with the with the two receivers in the route, and Ty just, you know, saw a window, tucked it, and ran. So, you know, we're encouraged by that, and we feel like we've got a good quarterback here. For he's got two more years remaining after this one's done, and we're excited about the future. And now you look ahead to a rivalry game at UNLV on Saturday. What would it mean to your program, to your team, to end the year on a positive note going into this offseason with some momentum? It's a big deal. There's no doubt. I mean, this this year has been a lot of adversity and and um, certainly didn't go the way that I envisioned or that the majority of our team had envisioned. But uh, they've done a hell of a job of, of just fighting each and every week and and fo- focusing on one week at a time. And the the Fremont Canyon is is very meaningful to the people in the northern part of the state. Um, you, you know, there's a lot of pride about Nevada football, and and we need to uh, you know go down there to Sam Boyd against a much improved 
UNLV team, although they've had injury problems just like we have, and uh, we need to, to go have a great week of preparation to play the best we can, and let's see if we can't bring that, that plane home on Saturday night about 600 pounds heavier than when we then we flew it down there. I mean, that's our goal. we got to go win the, win the cannon back. Coach, last thing. You have one conference game remaining here in the 2016 season. What stands out to you about the Mountain West Conference this year? It's. I, I just think it's uh, a great collection of running backs. And when you think about the Mountain West, maybe five, seven years ago, it was Fails. It was, you know, it was all the great quarterbacks, Carr, uh, you know, Southwick, all the good quarterbacks that were in the league, and everybody was chucking it all over the yard. Now, all of a sudden, the premier players in the league are Brian Hill and McNichol and Pumphrey, and I think James Butler, our guys in the conversation. I mean, just the the, the depth of really, really good running backs in this league. We're going to look up three, four years from now, and there's going to be four or five Mountain West guys playing on Sundays and, and at the tailback position, which – you know, history will tell you it's a little bit odd for our league. We we kind of been, you know, our league was chucking it all over the grass before everybody else was, and now, you know, here we are with a, a bunch of great backs. And then, you know, to me, how, how do you not have a great appreciation for what Wyoming has done and Coach Craig Bowl and, you know, to, to just stay the course and do what they do and now to find themselves one week from playing for the Mountain West Championship and then obviously – uh, you know how senior laden and how good San Diego State is, and and uh, you know I voted I've I've had at least one or possibly in some weeks two Mountain West teams in the top 25. I'm a voter. Um, I think Wyoming belongs in there after having beat uh, Boise and uh, San Diego State in the same year, and and I think Boise belongs in there right now as well. So um, you know I think it's a pretty good year for our league. Coach, you'll get no argument from me. Big win over Utah State on the road at UNLV coming up on Saturday to close out the season. Coach, thank you so much for the time, and best of luck this week. Thank you. We'll run down that Week 13 schedule next after these words from your local station. This is Matt Wells, head football coach of the Utah State Aggies. We'll be right back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout.
This is Rocky Long, head coach of the San Diego State Aztecs. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Week 13 schedule starts Friday afternoon with Brian Harson's 19th-ranked Boise State Broncos at Air Force at 1.30 Mountain Time on CBS Sports Network. Then a full day Saturday with six games. We start at 12.30 Pacific with San Jose State at Fresno State on CBS Sports Network. At 1 p.m. Pacific, it's the battle for the Fremont Cannon with Brian Polian's Nevada Wolfpack at UNLV. Watch it online on ESPN3. Colorado State visits San Diego State at 6 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Mountain Time on CBS Sports Network. Of course, the Aztecs already the West Division champs. Two games kicking off at 8.15 Mountain Saturday night with Utah State facing their in-state rivals BYU in Provo on ESPNU and the Watch ESPN app. And then the big one in Albuquerque, Wyoming at New Mexico on ESPN2 and the Watch ESPN app. Cowboys will win the Mountain Division with a win in that game. The late one is UMass at Hawaii at 6 p.m. local time on Oceanic Pay-Per-View. I'm Nate Kreckman. Enjoy Week 13 and have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. This is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West. We'll talk to you next week right here. Right here. Right here. Right here on This Week in the Mountain West.